It's good to see you all. Um, it's good to see you all again this, on this, the Lord's day. Um, today I want to talk to you, um, from this simple subject. It was so good. It was so good. If you have your Bible, would you please join me in Genesis chapter one? Genesis chapter one. Verses 26 through 31. Genesis chapter 1, verses 26 through 31. I ask that you keep a spirit of reverence as we read the word of God. Then God said, let us make mankind in our image, in our likeness, so that they may rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky, over the livestock and all the wild animals. And over all the creatures that move along the ground. So God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. God blessed them and said to them, Be fruitful and increase in number. Fill the earth and subdue and subdue it, rule over the fish and the sea and the birds in the sky and over every living creature that moves on the ground. Then God said, I give you every seed-bearing plant on the face of the whole earth and every tree that has fruit with seed in it, they will be yours for food. And to all the beasts, of the earth and all the birds in the sky and all the creatures that move along the ground, everything that has breath of life in it, I give every green plant for food. And it was so. God saw that all he had made and it was very good. And there was evening, and there was morning, the sixth day. The word of God for the people of God. This is the part he said, praise be to God. Let's try this again. The word of God for the people of God. Amen. Would you, would you pray with me? Gracious God, we thank you for your word. Father, we know that, um, your word, your words are true. And we know that there is no preaching without praying. And there is no preaching without your Holy Spirit. So, Father, may your Spirit embolden me so that I may proclaim your whole truth and nothing but the truth. Speak to our hearts, for we are listening. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. And it was so good. And it was so good. Um, if you ever been to an, an art show, um, or collection may be, um, exposed, um, you're not gonna get the best piece of art in the first, uh, um, ex- exposition. Um, typically when you go to an art show, 
and especially if people are going to be uh, um, bidding over the pieces that the author has created, especially if it's an author with, with name. Uh, they're going to leave the last piece of art, the best piece of this collection. Even if you go to a fashion show, for those of you, let me, let, let, let me bring it to your, your neighborhood. You go to a fashion show. Um, they typically have the best model, aka Pastor Perry, um, with the best piece of clothes for this collection towards the end, at the end of the show. If you go to the art show, as I said, you get the last piece in the end. They call that the piece of resistance or la pièce de résistance. It's a French term that means it's literally the showpiece. The last piece, it's at the end. The best that you can create, the best that you got, it's at the end. And I don't know if they took that from how God built creation. But what I'm trying to tell you is this, as we saw last week, in the first three days, God was creating things and forming the world. But in the last four days, God was filling the world. And as God is filling his world, God saves the best for last. Um, in case you don't know, in the sixth day, God created the animals and so on and so forth. But the piece of resistance, as we find in chapter 26, and in, in verse 26 rather, God said, let us make mankind in our image. In case you don't know, and you may hear me say this at the end of the sermon, you are the apex of creation. You are the crown jewels of everything God has created. I mean, let, let me preach here real quick, just so you don't know, uh, if, if you didn't know, you are the stuff, you are it, you are, I mean, you are what God made, and when God made it, we saw this, and after everything God made, God said it was good. I mean, God made the seas, he makes the, 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 the sun, he makes the, the moon, he, he makes the, 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 the trees, and God said they were good. They were good. I mean, you, you, you know, God, God made the trees, he said it was good. God made the sky, he said it was good. God made the earth, it was good. But when God made you, God said it was very good. Somebody say it with me, it was very good. God said it was very good. And see, it's important for you to understand that a lot of times some of us are looking for identity. Some of us are looking for purpose. Some of us are looking for meaning. But the point of this is this, even before anything got started, when God made men, God said it was very good. In other words, you ain't just anybody. You are the crown jewels of creation. God made men and God said it was very good. 
You are the piece of resistance. You are the showpiece. I mean, the, you are what that is. That's the most memorable accomplishment of one's career and lifetime. Now, we know that uh, um, God is in the business of continuing to create. But but just understand this. While an, an artist may create something and, and, and they may not be able to even duplicate it again. But God made you and I being the piece of resistance. And here is the thing. Can I, can I give you the good news even before I get into the sermon? Here's the thing. Even though Adam messed it up, God sent a second Adam to fix it. And the second Adam is still in the business of making you new. In other words, the Bible says, if someone is in Christ, he is a new creation. In other words, here is the thing. God is still making something that's still very good. Woo. I, I don't want to, I don't want to preach before I explain the text. So let me explain the text so that, so that you don't say I'm making this up. Um, God created us. Um, all creation, all that we've read thus far from Genesis 1 all the way to 25, all of this is Point to basically it's an introduction to what God is about to do in creating us. And the creation of human race was the central object of God's creative purpose from the beginning. The human race is still the center of God's purpose for the entire material universe. We know this because scripture says everything else will perish. Everything else will go out of existence. Guess what? You and I will get to live forever. And I'm going to explain something in a minute where I think one day I was talking to the deacon and deacon asked me, so when God says uh, um, in the in the likeness or in the image, we're going to explain this in a minute, does that mean people possess God's physical, physical attribute? Does that mean a human being have the physical attribute of God? I'm going to explain this in a minute, but I just wanted to, uh, um, I remember the deacon was telling me, asking me the question. But man, God has been building all this to get to the, to the pinnacle, to the apex, to the showpiece, to the, to the, to the piece of resistance, which is us. And when God made human beings, God said it was very good. Now, um, Watch this. God said it was very good. Now, let me start from the beginning. From the beginning, right there in verse 26. God says, let us make men in our image. In other words, let me, let me put it to you this way. Number one, you were created by God. So I'm going to explain this. As I'm explaining this, you, you get this. Number one, you were created by God. Watch this. It says, let us make mankind into our image. You don't study Hebrew. You send me to study Hebrew. That's why I study Hebrew so you can know this. So when God says, let us make men, it's not a plurality of gods. It's still, it, it, this is like the first sign of Trinity in the Bible. The word Trinity never comes in the Bible, but this is the first sign of Trinity. It's still God Elohim, uh, um, which is the, 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 the plural sense of, uh, which is the 
plural sense of God, but the verb is still singular. Right? So which means it shows you like, it's almost like you would just say like, they is. Y'all get this? Bad English, good theology. So in other words, we know that God, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. How I know God the Father? It says, in the beginning, God. It says, the Spirit of God was overing over it. Now, if you jump to John chapter 1, verse 1, it says, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And we know the Word was Jesus Christ. So in other words, it says this, everything that has been created has created through Jesus, and nothing that has been created cannot, was created cannot, could not have been created without Him. So, let us make men, this is not Mohammed, and, and this is not anything else. And watch this, and when God said, let us make men in our image, it wasn't in concert with the angels. Because we are not, we are not made in the image, in the likeness of the angels. We are made in the image of God. So you and I were created by God, not some evolvement out of some monkey, not some, some crazy psycho idea somebody's telling you. You and I were made, were created by God. And when God says, let us make men, and I put this in my note, God says, uh, uh, um, this is what, what MacArthur says. In our image, no, no, let me, be, let me go first. Let us make men, and, and by the way, the, the word men in the Hebrew is Adam. Okay? The, the men, literally mankind, Adam. That, that's, that, that's it. And, 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 and God says, let us make men in our image. This here, as I said, is give you the essence of the Trinity. But, but see, in our image, in our image, this defined men's unique relation to God. God made beast. God made fish. But it never says, let us make fish in our image. It never says, let us make lions in our image. When it comes to you and I, God specifically said, let us make men in our image. And watch this. The worst thing somebody can do is worship a created thing. You ought to worship the creator. It's one of the other things I have in my notes. But, but see, God created us because God, the, this, the difference between you and I and a dog, and I know there are some dog lovers here and, and, you know, God bless you and I have no problem against dog, but ain't no dog heaven. Do you know why there's no dog heaven? Because the dog doesn't have a soul. The dog's gonna return exactly to where it came, you know, ground. Died. You can, you can pay for the cemetery for the dog. God bless you. But it ain't going to heaven. Unlike what the Jehovah Witness shows you in, the, in their books and their fly, ain't no dogs going to be in heaven. It's human beings. Because human beings were created in the image of God, in the likeness of God. Now, let, let me explain this for a moment. We are created by God, right? I'm still there. Watch this. And image and likeness, it's literally synonymous terms. Both indicates personality, morality, and spiritual qualities that God and man share. In other words, self-consciousness, 
God's consciousness, freedom, responsibility, speech, and moral discernment. These things, as much as a lion can be a cute pet, but in the wrong day, the lion will eat its owner. Because the lion doesn't have that conscience that God made us with. Now, now, I, I, remember when Cain killed kill Abel? He knew he did something wrong. When an animal killed an animal, I love watching the animal planet. My wife can tell you this. One of my favorite pastimes, watching the animal planet. Most preachers, most good preachers watch the animal planet. Because for some, some illustration. You would see animals hunting other animals. Sometimes of the same kind. Lions, when they have a king and they have young lions coming up, they're all plotting to kill the one so they can become the big dog. But we human beings, because we are made in God's likeness or in God's image, we have this conscience where we know what's right and what's wrong. We know the difference between right and wrong. Have you ever done something wrong? And nobody have to tell you, you know you won't. And the reason of this is because there's a God consciousness in you. There's a moral code. Animals have no moral codes. And that's why if you are made in God image, if you are created by God, then you understand you can't just do whatever you want, whenever you want. Not because the law said so, but because God said so. So, in the image of God. So, so, so then, so then, these, these distinguish, um, the, 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 um, self-consciousness, God-consciousness, freedom, responsibility, speech, and moral discernment. These distinguish humans from animals. Um, when God created you in his image, you are, you are created by God. You were created in God's image that comes with a responsibility. God created you in his image and it says you are to rule over the earth. See, uh, um, let me, let, let, let me, let me, let me jump real quick to tell you this. God created you in his image and then so you understand that you have God's consciousness in you you were created by God you created in his image your consciousness and then now God says I'm giving you dominion God says in the text it says in the text this is what it says in the text it says um, let us make men in our image in a likeness so that they may rule over the fish and the birds, and the sky, and the livestock, and all the wild animals, and all the creatures that move along the ground. So God created men with a mandate to have dominion over the earth. See, we don't worship the earth. We have dominion over the earth. Now, now, watch this. For, for those of you who are uh, um, eco-friendly people, and uh, as I am, um, the fourth point is simply this. We have to be good stewards of the earth. We, we, we have to, uh, um, did, did I put that in the slide? Oh, no, no, that, okay, uh, it's coming in a minute. So, 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 we, we created for dominion uh, over the earth. 
we have dominion. So here's the thing. We have dominion over everything God has created. Now, with dominion doesn't mean that you abuse or misuse what's been given. Um, what is it? Was it was a Spider-Man? With great power comes great responsibility. That's Spider-Man, right? The Bible according to Spider-Man. You know, but Spider-Man actually take the Bible. To whom much is given, much is required. God has given you dominion over the earth. In other words, yes, you have to be conscientious about what's around you. You have to be conscientious about what God has created. If God has created it, it is good. Remember, it is good. God created you. You are so very good. So then you, it's your duty, it's your job to manage what God has created. Not letting the created things manage. That's, it, it baffles me how people now, uh, people are, or even, even when it comes to diet. Because you are the, pin, listen, listen, you can't let a dog be more disciplined than you. You have to be disciplined. Remember, you are, you have God conscience. So, so, so then, so then, number two, you are made with distinction. Let me say this clear, loud and clear. It says God made them male and female. This is not any shot against any LGBT alphabet letter, anything. But this is what it is. God made men. God made women. And literally woman means out of a man. Which means God knows exactly what he's doing. God did not make any confusion. God made them male and female. God is able to make distinction. You are a girl. You are beautiful. God made you. The Bible says you are fearfully and wonderfully made. God made you. If you are, if you are, a, 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 if you have a dark complexion, God made you the way you are. If you light skin, God made you the way you are. If you tall, God made you the way you are. If you short, it doesn't matter. But this is what you know. God made you a woman. If God bless you with curves, praise the Lord for you. Enjoy all of that. But listen, but God made you a woman. Under no circumstance should you try to be a homeboy. You know homeboy, you a girl. God made you a female. If God made you a man, it's okay. Now, here's the thing. Can I, can I, can I tell you this? Pay, pay attention. Listen, not every female would be all girly girly. What do I mean by girly girly? Not every female is going to like to have their nail painted and all that stuff. If you don't, that's fine. But that doesn't mean you're a man. If you're a man, you, you, you don't have to like sports. If you don't like sports, that doesn't make you a female. God created people with different avenue of creation, different ways. So one thing we have to do as we teach, and, and especially our young kids, listen, you are made with distinction. You don't, look, Clevis and I, we're both black and Haitians, but we, we're not the same. 
So, so, so then I cannot say, if, I, if I'm not like Clovis, then I'm not a man. No, I'm still a man. Clovis can be more creative than me, and I may not, I'm, I may not be as creative as Clovis, but I'm still a man nevertheless. So you can be a man and like fine arts. That doesn't make you a woman. You can be a, a woman like sports. That doesn't make you a man. God made you with, with, with distinction. So don't think God would pervert his own creation. You are made with distinction. So say it with me. I am made with distinction. And God give you a purpose. You got a purpose. I mean, whoa. Listen, listen, listen. They tell the story of a, of a, of a, of a father who was very, very wealthy. And, and the father, um, had his one son. And the father was about to die. And the father said for the son, for you to take over the company, for you to take over the wealth, I required two things. You ought to get married and you ought to have a, you, you have to, you have to have a child. And the kid said, well, well I want to enjoy my life. Da, da, da. Father says, listen, by the time you're 26, you better get married. By the time you're 30, you better have a kid. And he says, father says, why, why, why? He says, listen, this is to assure that one, there is going to be a future. Because our wealth ain't going nowhere. He says, even if you mess everything, the wealth will still remains. But what I want, I want my lineage to continue to deal with the wealth. Well, God made you with a purpose. The purpose God made you with is simply this. You are to dominate this earth and dominate not so much so and, 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 and being a bully, but dominate in a sense like you are cultivating, you are, you are using the resources God has given you to build, to create, to do the things God wants you to do. Be as creative as you want to be. Be free. God give you a bit. Be free, but listen, don't go outside of the boundaries. You were made with a purpose. And understand this. Lastly, I'm done. You are valuable. Out of everything God made, you are the only thing God says it was so good. Let, let me let me let me let me let that second moment. Let me say it again. Out of everything God made, you are the one that it puts the, the 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 superlative, if you will, so good. Now 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 I know I know y'all know now now if you're truly Haitian like I am, you know there's one particular Haitian dish your mom make when she makes it. It's so good. Kenzie already hungry right here. It's so good. Um, you come from work or school, you can smell it from the parking lot. So good. I mean, it is so good. And, and you know, you go eat that meal. I mean, you have a first plate. So good. You have a second place. So good. And a second plate. So good. And, and you went the next day. You, you, you go to sleep thinking about, ooh, so good. For me, I shared that with you all before. That's legume. Oh, so good. I mean, 
So good, my mom would make it. Put all that stuff I like in it, all the seafood and stuff like that. So good. And the next day, so good. And one day I said to mom, I mean, it takes you a long time to make legume. And why do you make it? She said, because you're my son and I love you and I'm going to make what you like. If you think I'm talking about my mom and some legume, you missed it. God give you everything on this earth for you to fulfill the commands that he has for your life, for you to worship him, for you to exalt him. Because God gave you, you would like nothing because you're so good. And watch this. Can I preach here real quick? And I'm, as, I'm, as, I, as I'm done, even when you messed up, God is so good to you. God sent Jesus. And, and 2 Corinthians 5, 7, it says this. If someone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Can I, t- can, I, can I tell you something? Even right now, if you are messing up, if you messed up, God is able to make you so new again to where that it can still look at you and Christ Jesus says, so good. And that's what you and I enjoy. The day you place your faith, you, you place your, your hope and faith in Christ Jesus. And it says, you become a new creation. And when God looked at you, when God looks at you, God no longer sees your sins because your sins made you so bad. But when God looks at you after you've given your life to Christ Jesus and God sees that the blood of Jesus cleanses you, the blood of Jesus washes you, the blood of Jesus makes you new. And when God looks at you and I, since Jesus already take the so bad and then Jesus give us the so good and when God looks at us God still says oh that's my daughter oh that's my son and it is so good makes no mistake about it you are the pinnacle of God's creation start acting like it start living like it start moving like it Start operating like it. Don't shortchange yourself thinking that you're helping God. God made you with distinction. God made you with purpose. God know that you have value. Nothing else in creation was made in God's image or likeness. Only you. So next time you have difficulties, next time you are trying to remember who you are, just remember this. When God made you, it was so good. God bless you.